Why, hello there. Welcome to another edition of the Library Scoop, the official podcast of the Niles Main District Library. I'm Jabez, and I'm happy to be with you on this lovely day, listening to another edition of the podcast, entering into our second season of podcasting. I'm excited for this year. We're going to have great guests along the year, and I'm just exa- excited to share great stories with you all. For today, we have an awesome guest. She's not only a librarian here at the Niles Main District Library, but she is a lover of all things film. Without further ado, let's welcome Cecilia to the Library Scoop. Hey, Cecilia, how are you? Hello, I'm great. Thank you very much for having me. Anytime, you're always welcome. See, now, I don't know this about you, and I just learned this as, like, gradually, but, like, how did you grow into, like, or draw into, like, the Oscars and films? Well, it started with my love of film. Um, I, I started my love of film probably when we got a VCR, so mid-80s. And uh, I really got into cinema, and because before that I would only watch the Oscars for the fashion. But as I started paying more attention to movies, I would pay more attention to the categories and who was nominated, and I would pick who I wanted to win, and I would not be able to see all the movies because I was still pretty young, but I would try to see some of them and, and make, you know, educated guesses on who would win. Now, when the nominations did come out, mm-hmm. there are quote-unquote snubs by right. people that performed really good um, in certain movies, right. but the Academy didn't think they would be appreciative. But right. do you think, which film, in your opinion, just like, was so good, either box office success or like storytelling success that wasn't really appreciated by the Academy? Well, I liked Rocket Man and I thought it would get more nominations than it did. Now Rocket Man's like the Elton John. The Elton John biopic, yes. Mm -hmm. And I thought at least the gentleman who plays Elton John, Taron Edgerton, would get a nomination for Best Actor. Mm -hmm. He'd gotten, um, he won the Golden Globe for Best Musical and Comedy Actor. So, not that the Golden Globe's usually is a, a true indicator, but... I thought that that mean he would at least get nominated, and he did not get nominated. Mm-hmm. And then Rocket Man was pretty much left out of every other category other than song mm-hmm. and um, and costume. No, it didn't even get costume. I'm sorry. So it wasn't a fantastic movie. I don't think it deserves to win Best Picture, but I thought it would get a little bit more love. Okay. Um, and then also The Farewell. I liked it. I didn't love it. But again, it was billed as, oh, it's going to get a Best Picture nomination. Aquafina is going to get a Best Actress nomination. Mm-hmm. These are pretty much givens. And it didn't get any nominations. Mm-hmm. So those are the two big film snubs. There are other like acting snubs. But those were the two films that were predicted to get more nominations than they did. And you, you, do you think it's just like the more political sides, like the Oscars is like, no, yeah, the Oscars, I'm sorry. I was yes. thinking of the Grammys yeah. when I made that no. mistake. <laughs> uh, do you think, once again, it's just like, do you think the Oscars is like the gold standard and just like people are just yes. like pleading, pleading? Yes, okay. I think a lot of it comes down to political. I think the uh, the the advertising and the promotions around the Academy Award nominations are crazy, mm-hmm. and also the Academy is 
a different breed than the Golden Globes, which is the Hollywood Foreign Press, and the Screen Actors Guild, which, of course, is only actors. But the Academy is, you know, the, the, the uh, demographic of the Academy is a little older. Mm-hmm. So you have people that don't appreciate films that take chances as right. much as other awards will give those films opportunities. Now, can I tell you a quick story? Of course you I can. I haven't told this story a lot, but okay. the very first time I watched the Oscars, I was like, I don't know, when did, when did Ray come out? Was it like oh, like or like two thousand four ish. Okay, that early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, early two thousands. Okay. My favorite moment was when uh, Jamie Foxx won Best Actor of for uh, Ray Charles. Sure. Now I'm a huge fan of him, just like from the musical side, but now just like seeing him win it and just like how he thanked so many people mm-hmm. in his life, not necessarily like acting coaches, but it's like his family to, to just teach him how to uh, be cordial whenever you're meeting somebody or introducing somebody or this that, and the other I don't remember the speech off the top of my head but it's just right. like that moment just clicked it's just like right. every t- every life person any person that you're trying to that is teaching you is necessarily not helping you like in your preferred but it's also like in life right so I just wanted to ask you what was like your favorite moment watching the Oscars um well I really um liked when or the surprises that I was rooting for were probably my favorite mm-hmm. um, when uh, Marion Cotillard won for Lovey and Rose mm-hmm. which wasn't a hundred percent expected yeah I loved her performance I wanted her to win and she did end up winning uh-huh. I was very excited about that um, when Olivia Coleman won last year for the favorite mm-hmm. over Glenn Close, who was the favorite right. to win. I love it. I, I didn't necessarily love the favorite, but I love Olivia Coleman as an actress. So mm-hmm. that was a highlight for me that this pretty much unknown in America British actress now has won an Academy Award. Right. I was very pleased for her, and that was a highlight. Um, and then when movies that, of course, best pictures, movies that I like win, um, I, I get very excited. Uh, about speeches and about actually what happens on the show, I still remember when Life is Beautiful won mm-hmm. um, for foreign film, and then when Roberto Benigni won for best actor, and he jumped on the chairs and you know kind of made... You know, kind of had a lot of fun, very exuberant in his passion. Yeah. That was that was also a highlight. He was a lot of fun that year. What a great guy. That yeah. That was a great speech. Yes, it was a great speech. And the fact that he could barely speak English, <laughs> you know, it, it was a moment. But when he stood up on the chairs and he was jumping up and down, yeah. it's, you know, the Oscars is very restrained. Of course. The Golden Globes, you have liquor at the tables. <laughs> so you get, you know, sometimes you get th- people to say things that they normally wouldn't say. The Oscars is definitely very buttoned up. Well, and so when something like that does happen, it's it's good. You, you, it realizes that people really are excited about winning, of course, but about film. Why, hello there. Sorry to interrupt our conversation with Cecilia, but I wanted to tell you these two important things. As always, you can listen to any old episode of The Library Scoop in our four platforms. Don't forget to give us a four-star review and also just let us know how we're doing with any feedback or in the comments section. 
Also, friends, what if I told you if you can show your library card and get the best deal ever? You can check these deals out at our participating businesses to get a deal by going to nileslibrary.org. Once again, go to nileslibrary.org. Now, let's get back to the show. Let's transition to a couple of events we're having here at the library. Okay. Uh, at Niles. Now, for patrons who are listening at home, if you go to our January, February uh, newsletter on page 13, we are going Oscar wild. We have so many events coming up to uh, get excited for the Oscars and for our block party. And uh, Cecilia, do you want to talk a few minutes about it? Sure. So we have a contest. Now, can you talk to me about the contest really quickly? Okay. Um, Pick the Winners is our annual contest where um, eight categories, um, picture, director, actor, actress, supporting as well, and uh, the both writing categories, you pick the... um, movie you think is going to win in each of those categories you drop it in the box on the second floor and you can win a night out in niles which is gift cards to portillo's and amc theaters yes and we have a grand prize which is um 30 to portillo's 30 to amc but we also have other denominations so there's you know not just one prize there's several prizes And if you don't get all eight, don't worry about it because most people don't. So it's, you know, if you get one wrong or if, you know, whoever gets the most right. And then, of course, if there's multiple people who get that same number right, then we draw. So it's it's a lot of fun. We've been doing it for quite a few many years. Yeah. And people always are happy with it. So it's kind of like the excitement of like, ooh, let's look at insiders and just like, Take a guess. Exactly. <laughs> Some people are very strategic about it. Of course. They wait until the very end, till they've read all the experts, mm-hmm. um, you know, opinions. Right. And some people just pick what movies they've seen. Some people pick what movies they want to win. Yeah. So, but, and whoever, there's always one mm-hmm. that's usually a surprise. So you never know. If you go by the experts, usually you're not going to get all eight right because the academy usually throws a little wrench in. Of course, it's like playing like safety, like lottery. Exactly, (laughs) exactly. Now, we are doing like um, film showings, are we? Yes, we are. Um, On January 18th, um, we're showing uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And on February 1st, both these are both Saturdays, we're showing Judy. Um, we're limited to what we can show based on our um, license. And then also, of course, what's out on DVD. So these were two films. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is nominated for 10 Oscars, mm-hmm. including Best Picture. And Judy is nominated for two Oscars, including Best Actress for Renee Zellweger. Mm-hmm. So those are the two that we're showing on the 18th of January and February 1st. So you're telling me it's a good percent chances that the movies that are nominated for Oscars we have in that in our collections. We could at least put them on hold. Right. So Bombshell, um, Jojo Rabbit, Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, they're not out on DVD yet, but you can put them on hold because there's a record. You can add your name to a list. But I would say maybe 5% of the nominations are actually out already on DVD. Um, in addition to the, the two we're showing, Joker also is. Joker mm-hmm. came out on February 7th. Um, 
The Lion King, which is nominated for uh, visual effects, that's out. Ad Astra, which is nominated for sound, Mm -hmm. that's also out. But there's, you know, few. A few that are out already. All right, and then our grand finale, February 9th, was our Oscar party. So tell me, like, how's how's that day run? What's... What happens on that day? Okay, well, we get here, you know, we we do a little setup. We usually have some hors d'oeuvres delivered, so we have to be here for that. The last couple years I've been setting up the major part of it, the tables and and the decor on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So then on Sunday I pretty much, you know, just get here and check everything, make it okay. Um, and then we just wait for the people to come. Yeah. We usually put on one of the awards pre-shows, like the fashion side of things, just yeah. as us to watch while we're waiting. And then the people this year are coming at 630. Okay. And the show starts at 7. So a nice half an hour just to get mingled. Exactly. And it's all in the commons, right? It's all in the commons meeting room. Yes. And we're going to have up to 70 this year. And we'll have hors d'oeuvres, and then throughout the evening, snacks. Fantastic. And then later in the evening, we'll have desserts and coffee. Nice. Yeah. So like a, Saturday, a Sunday night at the library. Exactly. Yeah, a Sunday night, the library is closed. Right. So, you know, you can't check anything out, but you can come and watch the Oscars on a big screen. It is pretty huge. And talk with your friends about it. You know, share who you think's going to win with other movie lovers. Right. That type of thing. That's like a dream. It's just like... It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It really is. Awesome. And then do the winners of the contest be announced there or just like... No. We, we okay. do we do announce the winners of the contest that Tuesday or Wednesday after. What we do do on Oscar night is we give door prizes away. Gotcha. Usually more AMC gift cards. Fantastic. Yes. Well, I know you have a short... A mi- time span with us but let's go through some quick takes okay let's do the popular um, nominations really quickly okay just want to know your take on a few of these awards and then sure of course move on. so the first one i have is best picture okay um, just like in a few words or less give me an idea of like who do you think should be who do i think should win yeah. i would like to say 1917 okay because it was my so far my favorite movie of the year mm-hmm. though i still have to see parasite and ford versus ferrari and once upon uh, and uh, jojo rabbit jojo rabbit um came out earlier in the year than some of these it came out i believe in october mm-hmm. and it wasn't really a big Oscar favorite, mm-hmm. but it ended up getting a lot of nominations, including Best Picture. And uh, so I, I have to see that one still. I believe that one comes out on DVD February 25th, but I'm going to try and still see it in the theaters. Um, Marriage Story and the Irishman are Netflix only. Correct. So they are not on DVD. So if you have a Netflix account, you definitely should watch those. Or check out a Roku stick on a lower level. Thank you. Very, very true. And Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, again, we are showing on the 18th. Or it's available on DVD. Comment, you know, get on your account on our website and put it on hold for yourself. Okay, really quick. So 1917, yes. that's like the Clint Eastwood film? No, that's not- the um, movie about World War One. 
Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. I saw it on Saturday night. It just opened. It's or just opened wide, I should say. It's really, really powerful. Okay. And I know war movies are, mm-hmm. you know, it gets there. Yes. Yes. But it's 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 a great war movie. It's not. Eh, it, it it's. I thought it was very very well done. All right. Yeah, let's move on. Best yes. director. Best director? Well, um, the biggest thing here is that Greta Gerwig is not nominated, which kind of made a lot of controversy, controversy since, of course, female directors in Hollywood are not exactly um, Oscar bait, shall right. we say. As so say, that yeah. is an omission that has been being talked about a lot. Okay. Um, but directing, I would like to see Sam Mendes win it for 1917. Okay. Above and beyond that it's a great movie, he takes a lot of chances in this film. He does it in, um, he makes it look like one take or two takes. Mm-hmm. The way he shoots it, the way it's conceived, is is original and fresh. So you're for in your viewpoint of best director, you're more of like the cleanliness and like also the takes and the angles. Yes, or or just okay. the just taking chances. You know, okay. a movie that is, you know, the Irishman. The thing about the Irishman and Scorsese is Scorsese did a lot of CGI mm-hmm. this time with the age digressing if you can't you know the the make the uh making de niro and pacino and joe pesci look younger right um that was kind of like his thing but as the irishman goes it's pretty much a conventional scorsese film right there's not really a lot of chances that he takes that he hasn't taken in other films mm-hmm. whereas 1917 there's there's risk it's different. Mm-hmm. It's something that has not been done before. And I, I like seeing that rewarded. All right. Now we're going to do two awards in the same category. So okay. we're going to do Best Actor and Best Actresses. Okay. What is your opinion on those? I really would like um, <laughs> Best Actor, Jonathan Price. I thought his performance in The Two Popes, which is also Netflix, mm-hmm. was phenomenal. I thought he was very, very good. Aside from the fact that he actually looks like Pope Francis, <laughs> which helps, um, I, I thought it was a restrained performance, and I thought it was very good. And I do like Jonathan Price a lot as an actor. I think he's a very underrated actor. Okay. And actress, um, everyone is talking about... Uh, Renee Zellweger and Judy, and right now she's probably the favorite to win. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like Charlize Theron in Bombshell. I thought she did an excellent job. So I would say it's between both of those. Okay. For me. All right. Yeah. And then lastly, let's do uh, best supporting actress and actresses. Okay. Um, supporting actress, um, Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell kind of snuck in there. A lot of people say she took the Jennifer Lopez. Slot for Hustlers. Um, And Richard Jewell, I have not seen, so I can't speak on that one. But I would definitely have to say, um, I I thought Margot Robbie did a great job in Bombshell. But Florence Pugh was the best thing in Little Women. Little Women was not my favorite movie of the year. Because of the story, I just don't like the whole Louisa May Alcott story. But Florence Pugh is excellent. So I would go with her. But... I don't know if she's going to win. I think the 
the honor for her is just being nominated. Right. Best Supporting Actor. Okay. I would I, I would like Brad Pitt. He won the Golden Globe. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably is the favorite right now. Mm-hmm. But... Um, and this was like Once Upon a Hollywood? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yeah. Okay, yeah. Is it his year? You know, who knows? It's a, it's a great performance. It It's a performance where he seems like he's having a lot of fun with it. Right. And, you know, I like that. Good. I like, yeah. Good. So right there, that was Cecilia's takes on the popular uh, awards for Oscar season. Uh, two more questions before we get out of here. Yes. One, how do people sign up for the uh, Oscar night? Okay, they can, they can get online with mm-hmm. our events calendar. Mm-hmm. Just go to February 9th. Or you could, of course, call um, our main number, 663-1234, or any desk. Um, you could call the second floor, 663-6640, and... We'll sign you up, and you could sign up guests. And at right now, because the first week was Niles cardholders only, yep. but now it's open to everyone. So you could, you know, anyone who wants to attend can sign up. Fantastic. And then my last question for you is like, do you think of any surprises or any like? Well, there's always going to be some surprises. I I think. Um, it could be a little Parasite. Parasite has gotten the Korean film. Mm-hmm. It's uh, kind of like this little movie that won't won't die, right. so to speak. Mm-hmm. I think maybe it could come in and win things. Right. I think that maybe Hollywood is ready for a foreign language Best Picture winner, and this might be the year. All right, well, we look forward to it. Well, Cecilia, thank you so much for spending your time with us. Thank you very much. We'll look forward to seeing you on Oscar night. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity.